Sunday, January the 3rd. Welcome to the Sperlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Well, as we turn into this new year, it seems the strangest of times to be wishing one another a very happy and a very blessed new year. If ever we needed the theme of our Daniel fast, surviving to thriving, maybe it's now, it's this year. It seems such an important theme as we move into the weeks, the months, but the whole year that lies ahead of us, surviving to thriving. I guess for all of us right now, we feel like we're in that dark valley, the wilderness that the Bible so often talks of it. Whatever the hopes into the months ahead, the news of these last few days with the acceleration of the virus again, I guess all of us are feeling like these are dark days. This is a dark valley that we are still very much in the middle of. And that's the theme that I want us to think about this morning as we launch our Daniel fast. The dark valleys, the wilderness, they have so much to teach us. And that's not a glib kind of reflection to ignore the reality of what we're in, but very much to embrace that sense of being perhaps disorientated and overwhelmed and yet finding a new perspective in the middle of it. I'm reminded of those Israelites journeying through the wilderness and it got particularly tough. The wilderness seemed particularly wild. The dark valley seemed particularly dark and they said, hey, do you know what? Let's go back to Egypt. Egypt was much better. We had cucumbers in Egypt. In my mind, it must have been very dark and very wild for them to long to go back for cucumbers. But they'd forgotten that they were slaves in Egypt. They'd forgotten the reality of what they'd left behind. And during times of wilderness wanderings, During times of dark valleys, the Bible encourages us to look forward with hope rather than simply to look back with longing. We can long for what was. And it's easy, isn't it, in the longing for what was, to put on what we call rose-tinted spectacles, to forget that actually what was wasn't really working for us, that there was so much that wasn't right with what's was what we look back of and think of as as normal. And so the Bible encourages us not to look back with longing, but to look forward with hope. There was a promised land ahead of them, and yet they were tempted to look back to Egypt. 
I think that can be so true for us as we turn this new year. We can look back with longing and forget the ways that we were enslaved rather than look forward with hope to what God is calling us into. So dark valleys are opportunities for us to look forward, to look forward with a sense of hope and longing. But dark valleys are also an opportunity for us to remind ourselves that the work is internal. During dark valleys, the main work is internal. That was certainly true of them journeying through the wilderness to the promised land. The main work, what God was needing to deal with, was not their external situation, but the internal reality of their hearts. Dark valleys create opportunities for internal work. And that's why I'm super excited about the Daniel Fast this year, because it gives us the opportunity to focus on the internal work that we all need in our lives in order for us to step into the future that God has for each one of us. The internal work that is necessary as we move into this new year. I don't know about your garden, but in our garden, everything looks uh, pretty barren, pretty winter-like. And it will remain like that. Even though as we turn into spring, things will start happening internally, we won't notice until we see the first fruits, the first shoots. And that's what caught my attention from that reading that we heard from Simon, Psalm 1, when it talks about those of us that are planted in the law of God will bear fruit, and this is it, in season. In other words, there will be lots of work going on internally so that in the right season we might bear fruit. And the Daniel fast gives us this opportunity for the internal work. Psalm 77, which lies at the very heart of our Daniel fast journeys. Please uh, make sure you grab hold of that devotional booklet. You can download it from uh, the website. At the heart of our Daniel fast journey is the journey of Psalm 77, where the psalmist needs to go on a journey of internal work that takes him from despair to hope, that takes him from being full of pain to being full of joy, that takes him from being disorientated to having a fresh vision of God for his life. That's the journey that we're invited on together based around Psalm 77. And a reminder then that dark valleys create opportunity for internal work so that we will bear fruit in season. Now, I know we're all longing to bear fruit for God's kingdom, and it feels like so much of that is curtailed at the moment. So we can concentrate on the internal work so that we can bear fruit in season. And thirdly, and finally, perhaps most importantly for all of us this morning, I want to remind us that dark valleys take us to a better future. 
That was the whole point of the shepherd leading the sheep through dark valleys that they might go to greener, richer, lusher pasture. And that's the story again and again. They went through the dark valley of the wilderness towards a better future. Jesus went through the 40 days in the wilderness to launch his ministry, which was a better future. Psalm 77 again, he, he, he's carrying all these emotions and God leads him through the darkness of those uh, painful emotions to a better future. Jesus went through the dark valley of the cross to a better future, the resurrection. And of course, it's the story of the whole of creation. Creation was good and then went through, is going through a dark valley right now. We turned our back on God and we're journeying through this dark valley, but a better future awaits. What started as a good garden ends as a great city with many gardens at the end of Revelation. Can you see the theme? Dark valleys call us, lead us in God's kingdom purpose to a better, brighter future. That's the invitation of this Daniel Vast to do the internal work that all of us need to lay down the disappointments, the sadnesses, the griefs, the pains, the heartaches of the year that's gone, to allow that internal work to take place by the Spirit of God in our lives. That's the posture for these next three weeks, that we might pivot our perspective and hear his call into a better future into the year that's ahead. I don't know about you, but I'm inviting you to glimpse that better future even now. Are we in the middle of a dark valley? For sure. But there is a better future that God calls us to. Dark valleys don't look back in longing, but look forward with hope. Dark valleys, the opportunity for internal work. Dark valleys, a reminder that God leads us to a better future. And there is no greater reminder of that than bread and wine. And we're going to share communion together now. Because whatever else is true of dark valleys, it's this. He is with us. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So pause. Remember that he's with us. Remember that his dark valley of the cross led to a better future. Remember that his travelling through the wilderness, the emptiness, the brokenness of the cross, the moment when all hope was lost, resurrection was just around the corner. And so let hope begin to rise. As we say together, Lord, we belong to you. Your body was broken for me, for us. And so we gladly eat and remember with thanksgiving in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for your death and resurrection. Thank you that you have blazed a trail that we will 
follow. Thank you that you call us from glory into glory. And so we eat together with thankful hearts. And we share the wine. In some senses, the wine articulates a particular longing that we have now, how we would love to feast together right now. This wine is a symbol that in the family of God, there is always the promise of feasting together. Everything leads to that day when we will celebrate together in the kingdom of heaven. And even as we share in this simple cup, this common cup, as we share together in this moment, it is with the belief and the promise that there will be many times when we will feast together this side of eternity in anticipation of the fullness of the feast to come. So let's drink with very thankful hearts that we are people of the new covenant, the new promise, and all God's promises are yes and amen. Your death, O Lord, we remember. Your resurrection, we confess. And your final coming, we await. Glory be to you, O Christ. For Christ has died. And Christ is risen. And Christ shall come again. Hallelujah. And in that confidence, may I repeat where I began and wish you all a very happy and a very blessed 2021. At the beginning of the first lockdown, I felt led to lead our prayers from Psalm 27. And as we start this new year, it feels really right to do that again. So let's use some of the words that uh, we find now familiar in Psalm 27 as we pray. Let's pray. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an army beseech me, my heart will not fear. Though the war breaks out, even then I will be confident. Thank you, God, that our hope is secure in you. This year has felt so turbulent felt like war has raged. But we hold to the truth that you are our light and our salvation and your perfect love will cast out all fear. We know that fear is driving so much in our society today, fear of this awful disease. We also know that COVID is absolutely rampant again in our society. And putting so much pressure in so many places. So again, Lord, we call out to you for our hospitals and NHS staff, thanking you for them, but also upholding them in prayer before you. Holy Spirit, come and empower all who work in the NHS. Come and give them wisdom so that they can make good decisions from those nurses on the ground to those making decisions around vaccines and how hospitals are run and funded. We also pray for our schools. Again, as teaching staff prepare to go back to this term, we pray that you help them, empowering them with wisdom and energy and grace and enthusiasm and innovation 
as once again they face uncertain times. Lord, we pray for our kids and our young people as they return perhaps online or physically to school. Lord, may your love cast out any fears they have and give them the ability to learn in whatever way they can over this season. Bring peace, we pray. One thing I ask of the Lord, and this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. As we once again embark on the Daniel fast, three weeks of really tuning into your voice. Help us to know the joy of your presence. Help us to be able to hear your voice clearly and give us all that we need, daily bread, so that we can manage to move from surviving to thriving through 2021. Your word brings life and hope. Speak it to us, Lord, so that we can live for you and you alone this year. For in the day of trouble, he will hide me safe in his dwelling place. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Lord, we're really aware for so many people this is a day of trouble. We pray for those we know who are sick at this time, calling out to you for them, Lord. We pray for those who are anxious, for those whose mental health is such a challenge in this time. We whisper names to you now, Lord, our brothers and sisters, our family, our friends. Pray in Jesus' name for them. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord, be merciful to me and answer me. We have so many prayers on our, our tongues, Lord Jesus. Prayers for our government, prayers for our schools, prayer for our family, prayers for our churches, prayers for other nations, prayers for friends scattered all over the place, prayers that this Lord will end, prayers for wisdom and grace to fight each day. Thank you that you hear our voice. Be merciful to me and answer me, Lord, we pray. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. With those words in our mind, we confidently wait on you. We confidently walk into 2021, knowing you are before us and with us. And that you hear our prayers and that you answer. So we trust you in Jesus' name. Amen.